0: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim, and I'm sick. And it's time for episode number 265 of Video Games Hot Dog, the podcast where Kevin sneezes and coughs and blows his nose into the sneeze guard. Kevin, I mean, are you sick more than most people?
1: I yes. don't. I didn't think I was, but uh, probably. Okay. You're sick all I, the when, time. When I get sick, I also stay sick for a long time because my immune system is garbage. Go big or go home. Sure. I want to go home. For sure, so I, but you have to
2: stay late and edit the podcast. I know, I know. I woke up with a congestion headache like a week ago, and took some decongestant painkillers, and then like 15 minutes later, I just like vomited up the the painkillers and the water I used to drink them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? The point of this even body? Yeah. Like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> like, and then I was fine for the rest of the day. Like. So, all, really, what was the
1: problem? Was some some sort of thing in your stomach? Which yeah, uh,
3: yeah, it's something that in there that didn't want to be in there.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Maybe you had a hairball <laughs> that that dissolved in the water, presumably. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: it is the universal solvent. <laughs>
2: That's what they call it.
3: My favorite thing about frogs is that if a frog eats something poisonous, it will vomit up like its entire stomach inside out, and then it can wipe its stomach off with its little hands and stuff it back in.
2: That's your favorite thing about frogs? That's a pretty cool thing about frogs.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm sad I didn't put that in frog fractions. My favorite thing about frogs is that they can jump real good.
1: Yeah, that was what was I was trying. Kind of, that's pretty good. Maybe,
2: maybe that's what's happening instead of that long pink thing being a tongue. Oh, mm. just swallowing That would make more sense. Just, they're just ejecting their stomach, stomach there, yeah. enveloping a bug in it,
0: and then pulling it back in. Sure. And it's already, they don't even have to swallow. Yeah, frogs are just too lazy thing. to swallow. Right.
1: There was a there was a oh video and swallows of, are
0: too lazy to frog <laughs>
1: yeah. there was that video of a frog jumping in slow motion and it was clumsy a f oh yes,
3: uh, that's a great video that makes me laugh every time
1: I, see I think that. that frog
0: was drunk. I don't think that that's really <laughs> what frogs look like when they jump. I think they you know it how totally did you ever see those diagrams? In the, like, dare materials of, like, these are the different spider webs that oh, spiders yeah, yeah. spun when we gave them various drugs.
3: And the LSD one was, like, perfectly awesome. symmetrical and regimented. And it's like, oh, <laughs> a justification for my habits.
1: <laughs> because you want to be s-
2: symmetrical and regimented? were they all Uh, illegal drugs or was it like stuff like uh, adderall and
3: they probably had like a caffeine there was
2: caffeine yeah yeah
0: Yeah. so you're saying that when you when you were that age riff you liked to drop acid and then roll your poop into tiny strings and stick them to different surfaces in your apartment what (laughs) (laughs) like a spinneret you're spinning a web riff
3: (laughs) okay uh hmm there's something wrong with this analogy
1: would you rather have an ovipositor?
3: <laughs> Ooh, mm, yeah. no! I, I, mm, all right. I, mm, all right. N- next <laughs> What if
2: it was an it? <laughs> Do spiders have buttholes? Hmm. What if
0: it was an ovipositor that laid chicken eggs? So that oh. just whenever you wanted, Breakfast. you could have delicious have it, have chicken it, eggs. Yeah. 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 It probably wouldn't be calorie positive though, and you'd also have to eat some oy-
1: ground up oyster shells, <laughs> or you'd run <laughs> out of calcium. <laughs> well, no, you're born with all of the, you're born with all the chicken eggs inside you. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Just, <laughs> just, just full size <laughs> chicken <laughs> eggs. Yep. And move around very carefully so that they don't all break in there. Well, and this is also why it's so hard for humans to give birth. It's our mm. giant uh, dozen eggs. I think there's more than a dozen. Well, if you get the extra jumbo. Pack of babies. Yeah, so those them, are just eighteen. Yeah, that's a good value. So,
0: is your are, are you claiming then that twelve large eggs is more than a dozen eggs compared
1: to? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying that like just like Jim was saying I, that there are there are cartons of eggs that are like eighteen or twenty four eggs.
0: Oh, but they're still a dozen because they're a carton of eggs.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Is that a dozen is not actually a defined number.
3: No, when you get when you get up there it's an Eggers dozen as invented right. <laughs> by Dave Eggers. I
0: uh I, I went uh the other day and played Airsoft at an airsoft arena. Is that hmm. uh, is that uh paintball? It's like paintball, but it's just like plastic BBs oh, and no Nerf. paint. Okay.
1: That seems like it um, would just
0: go right into your eye. Uh you wear a mask, same as with paintball. Same know? as intact. Yeah, Uh, you you remember when you and I played paintball, Kevin, a few years ago, and it was it was great, it was great, and we had a ton of fun. I mean, it did hurt like hell and was it bruised us, and you know we were very tired and very sore afterwards. But it was also awesome to shoot dudes in this big arena. Uh, This airsoft thing was terrible. I had zero fun and left after like three rounds uh, because. It was in a much more sort of labyrinthine tight quarters space. Okay. And, uh, and the way that you differentiated team from team was via, they had like a sash that was maybe three inches across that you wore, but it was made out of t-shirt material. So it just Just was already before I even got hold of it, like curled up into like a, into like a tiny straw. And so there was just a tiny, tiny little string that people put in among their almost exclusively camouflage clothing <laughs> uh, that you had to differentiate between a sort of a dark blue and a dark red. Uh, was it? And so typically by the assisting? time I could... ah, uh, I mean, I, there was friendly fire, you know, so I, I, everybody else didn't seem to have any trouble telling what was going on. Also, I was going to wear contacts, but I had apparently thrown all of the contacts that I had in Arizona away. Uh, so I had to wear my glasses, which just meant that if I was moving at all, my glasses were steamed up because they were inside the mask. Mm. It was a real disaster. They, they talked about a game. It was almost like team deathmatch is what they did in every single round. And that is, I think, the very least interesting thing to do. And it wasn't even scored. It was like that you had respawn points that you had to run back to if you got, uh, if you got hit but there was no like you know then the game would just end and you'd i guess have a vague sense of how your team did they talked about a game though a game mode called tiny terrorist town which uh (laughs) adorable they it's just free for all and you're just walking around and there are two people who are the terrorists and they are the only like they're allowed to shoot people and they score points for shoot for eliminating people and you can shoot them if you want Uh, and the, when the game ends, if there are any, if, if the only people left alive are the terrorists, then the terrorists win, I guess. Or, you know, if we sacrifice our freedoms and the TSA becomes really, (laughs) really overbearing. So the Um, idea
1: is you have to see someone shooting somebody else and then you know that they're a terrorist?
0: Yes. Or just ask them and see if you think they're lying. Yeah. But it's, it's just like a, uh, a a kind of a werewolf thing. Yeah, that's true. Starring Catherine (laughs) Zeta-Jones. What did you do this week, Kevin? Just cough and sneeze and sleep?
1: I provided uh, valuable uh, IT service for my family. Oh yeah. I flew to Albuquerque and fixed my mom's computer and her phone, and then uh, my aunt's computer and phone and iPad. It was uh, it was great. It was
0: great. What was wrong? What was what was wrong with all of them?
1: Uh, well, so, like, I had for many years set my mom's computer up so that uh, there was a VNC server running so that when she had issues, I could just VNC into it and, like, solve them for her. Um, but she moved and got, like, a new cable modem and, like, none of the ports were open. And the idea of trying to explain to her blind how to set something mm. up was terrifying. <laughs> so I just didn't. Uh, so there were many months where I couldn't do anything. And so, there, like there uh, like, many, many months of, like... Uh, stuff had accumulated she um one one issue she had was that she'd gotten a new credit card um but it was the same it was like it was another uh, it's like a second american express card and instead of making a new account in her quicken um database for the new card she just interleaved both of the charges in the same uh account and then tried to reconcile both of them within the same account and it was
0: I can hear your skin crawling. Yeah, from it here. was it
1: was such a clusterfuck. Like, yeah. Anyway, Riff, do you balance? Do you balance your checkbook? Who, me? Yeah. Uh,
3: not as such. I I give myself an allowance every week, and sort of trust that I'm not <laughs> spending anything else that would destroy me. Huh. And, but when I go to pay my bills, I look and make sure there aren't any charges that I don't recognize and things like
2: that what about you Jim do you balance your checkbook uh, I used to pay more attention like on a day-to-day basis to what I've been spending but lately I've just been like never using cash and just going over my bank statements once a month uh, so I I keep like very accurate detailed financial records of every
1: transaction that I make and I have done so for 20 years at this point so I have I have graphs I can show you some cool graphs of my Spending. Habits. Yeah, you
2: got. You basically have big data on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What's a cool trend that you found? Are, well,
1: there are no good trends. No, no. What, <laughs> what's
2: a cool trend? What's a cool trend?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you can probably see my like spending jump up by an order of magnitude when I moved to San Francisco. Right. It's so mm-hmm. much more expensive. Right. You can tell. You can probably tell when I lived in Arizona because I did nothing. At, like I didn't spend any money at all, basically, and my savings got got huge and then i spent that swole got swole <laughs> <laughs> i was in the best i was in the best financial and physical shape of my life in arizona um finances are so boring it's it's i can see why nobody else wants to to deal with them i should i should stream balancing some checkbooks that'd be <laughs> that'd be a good twitch twitch yeah, for,
0: ins- for insomniacs
3: yeah
1: like or that.
0: people who want to steal your identity by looking at all your financial details. Yeah, that's yeah. what I just, was going to say.
3: Just do, like a, do it in a real whispery voice and you can get the ASMR crowd.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: the problem with my aunt's iPad is that uh, the outlet that she'd been plugging it into to charge it wasn't connected to anything. So the battery was just dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it, So she thought it was broken for a year because it wouldn't turn on. But oh, she just oh no. turns out she hadn't charged it because the the outlet wasn't working. Did you uh, fix the outlet? I did not because uh, I was only there for I was only at her house for like an hour. Um, plus, I, have, I don't know that I'm qualified to fix an outlet. Like, I didn't have any tools or anything. Uh, oh, you didn't have your Swiss Army knife because you flew. Exactly.
0: Uh, I find the best yeah, the way, Swiss way to, Swiss Army to knife fix, fix an outlet is to... To just jam, (laughs) to just jam the screwdriver of your Swiss army knife directly into the outlet. Did
1: I tell you about, I I probably mentioned this on the podcast in the past. Uh, when I was a kid, um, my dad was doing some work on, uh, an, either a switch or an outlet in the bathroom. And I grabbed a screwdriver and was poking around in there and connected a (laughs) a live wire to to ground or whatever. And it blew me across the room. Mm. Uh, I was very lucky that I was holding like a plastic handle. Um, very, uh, very surprising. <laughs> I scor- there was a scorch mark on the um, on the screwdriver where it hit- made contact to. It was great.
0: Yeah, I have, a, I have a screwdriver with a little hole in it from a live like a spark going through it and burning a hole in the blade. Yeah, that's
2: pretty impressive. When I was fifteen or so, I was in a classroom with a. I was at a desk with one of the outla- outlets at, like, chest high in front of me, and I was just zoning out and playing with a paperclip, and my brain decided to put the paperclip in the outlet. Oh, <laughs> Without consulting you first. You know, like, I, w- I wasn't present. Like, I wasn't consciously deciding this is a good idea. It was just, like, some force, you know, as far as I was concerned. Electromagnetic. Right? We- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the four forces like and like you know flames shot out of the thing wow and uh i removed the paper clip and never spoke of it again
1: Dude, so once when
2: it- i was sitting in the back of the classroom with a toaster and
0: some pop tarts i just absent-mindedly put a pop tart <laughs> in, the, in the toaster and then held the handle down uh-huh. until flames <laughs> shot out of the top of the toaster and then i got sent to the principal's office mm-hmm. for wasting pop tarts it's <laughs> not toasters. just me guys that's what it said on the little slip. Yeah. something year. about the back of the classroom. You just
1: every year at uh, for rush at, in at my fraternity in college, uh, we would have a science night where we would do a bunch of stupid science things. Uh, and one of the things we would do is buy a couple of cheap toasters and, and a bunch of pop tarts, and then tape the handles down with pop tarts in them uh, out on the sidewalk, and just watch. <laughs> watch so and they fight. can t- two of them, so they can race. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I always like the one where you
3: plug a pickle into the wall. Yeah,
1: we did. We did the electric pickles. We did. Uh, we did a, a kiddie pool full of oobleck, so you could like yes. run on the top of it and then sink down into it. And then you, you might
0: to want sink. to explain to our listeners what oobleck is. Oobleck,
1: uh, it's it's one to one mixture of cornstarch and water. It's a non-Newtonian fluid. So when it's under pressure, it's a solid. But when it is left to its own devices, it's a fluid um so you can like grab some and like as long as you're moving it around in your hands you can hold it like a ball kind of you can like roll it like you would a ball but if you stop and just let it go it'll just ooze out um through your hand so if you're if you're running you can run on the surface of it but if you stop moving you just sink in and then you're it's kind of a pain in the ass to get out because uh the force of actually pulling your foot out turns it back into a solid (laughs) so you have to like pull real slow to keep it uh to keep it liquid
0: um, Do you think that's how they did that stunt in Remo Williams' uh, "The Adventure Begins," <laughs> where he runs, where he runs across the Hudson River? Do you think they just filled the entire Hudson River with corn <laughs> a starch. Hudson River's worth of cornstarch? Uh,
2: it might already be like that. Was there ever <laughs> another Remo Williams thing?
3: Uh, the, I don't Remo Williams. You know, the adventure question. continues.
2: Yeah. That, well, that's
1: well, obviously what it would be called. That is yeah. a, that is really ballsy to just make your first movie "The Adventure Begins."
0: Yeah. There's Remo Williams, the prophecy, a TV movie. And there's a news from 2014 that Remo Williams is coming back to the big screen. Thanks to dot, dot, dot. I'm assuming it's thanks to the bull, the bullshit that is modern movie landscape. Remo Williams, the thing somebody has heard of.
3: Hmm.
0: It was pretty good. Yeah. I remember that movie being really good because I mean, it was basically like about learning that you could have superpowers just by knowing the right stuff. I right. was always yeah. super
3: in love with his like crazy junk obstacle
1: course room.
0: Yeah. Yep. Made yep. me want to jump in a big pile of trash.
1: <laughs> yep. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, so I caught a cold in Albuquerque, so I got to I got to come back uh, and run Puzzled Pint with a cold last night, which was fun. How'd it go? Uh, it seemed to go fine. We're, we're, we we seem to be like stable at around eighty people a night, uh, which is good. That's a that's a a reasonable number to fit into a large venue. It was another election themed hunt, um, which made me sad, but whatever.
2: <clears throat> what have you been up to, Jim? Oh, I had some soup. Soup's good. Good. Cool. I also had some soup. Taste. Yeah. What I had ta- it- some
3: soup recently.
1: Uh, chicken noodle. Uh, but I added some pepper and some uh, hot sauce to it. Sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. My- like just pepper, like black pepper.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have some of
0: that, dude. Huh? I don't think I would have bothered mentioning that.
1: Black pepper. Yeah. Really? You gotta. You, you gotta. Know. You gotta add flavor. You gotta add because like chicken soup is fine by itself, but you want it to have like more kick. Is it like
2: Campbell's chicken soup? Is that what you? Yeah, Campbell's. I mean, what if people look into your soup and wonder, like, what are all those black particles?
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you don't tell them
2: that it's pepper, they might think it's anything. Could be little, yeah, like, yeah. some ground up
1: fly bits. Oh, yeah.
2: I guess you were probably going to put
0: that picture of your soup from your Instagram on in the show notes,
1: <laughs>
3: right?
0: <laughs> so, what is that red liquid and black flecks? Are you selling heroin and bleeding into your soup, Kevin? That's what they would worry.
3: Rosemary. Also, also you
0: you ruined your heroin by dropping it into soup. Is heroin black? Uh, w- I didn't know this. What kind of soup What kind of soup did you I don't know. It's probably not. Okay. What uh, What kind of soup did you
2: have?
3: Who are you asking?
2: Jim. Oh, um I actually also had chicken noodle soup recently. Nice. This was like right after uh I, you know, vomited in the morning and thought I was sick for a bit and then like I yeah, that that was like Maybe uh,
1: the chicken noodle soup healed you.
2: It could yeah, be, but I felt better before I be. had the soup. I was just like I got to have this soup now because I already, you know, decided I wanted it. Hmm. Was it a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup? uh, No, it was like actual, uh, you know, make the soup from chicken and noodles. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty special. Did you make the noodles from scratch? No, no, it was a package of egg noodles. Did you make the chicken from scratch? No, the chicken, I think, I'm not sure if the chicken did or the egg did. Hmm. Was it one of your,
1: your ovipositor eggs?
2: Not my ovipositor. Okay.
0: Do you have uh, some sort of noodle-positor? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
2: like the uh, Play-Doh Fun Factory. Hang on, I'm going to Amazon right now. What kind of soup did you have, Riff?
3: Uh, I had chicken corn chowder. Ugh. That did
0: you see it cold right out of the can?
1: Yes, I did. Oh, God,
3: Riff.
0: God, you
2: disgusting it's motherfucker. Delicious. <laughs> Wait, so what makes something a chowder? Uh, cream base, I guess. Can you just have chowder without, like, just just the chowder, like, broth and cream?
3: I wonder if that's just hot milk.
2: I think think you have to call it chowder. Hmm. Chowder is a type of super stew
0: often prepared with milk or cream and thickened with broken crackers, crushed ship biscuit, or a
2: roux. Crushed uh, ship biscuit? So there's nothing in there about clams or corn or, like, anything like that. So you could just have chowder by itself. What the fuck is ship biscuit? <laughs> I don't know. I'm
0: clicking hardtack or hardtack is a simple type of biscuit or cracker made from flour, hard tack water, and sometimes
1: hardtack. Okay. So it's just, uh, it's just like thickened with like liquid, liquid, liquidified, liquidified bread, liquefied, liquefied, liquefied bread, like beer. Yeah. yeah, it is
0: known by other names such as brewis, cabin bread, pilot bread, sea biscuit, sea bread, ship's biscuit, or ship biscuit. Wow. Sea or pejoratively biscuit. as dog biscuits, molar breakers, sheet iron, tooth
2: dullers, or worm castles. Ugh, are- somebody <laughs> had somebody had fun writing this Wikipedia article. <laughs> those are some good worm names. Worm castles. This sounds more like an urban dictionary thing. Yeah. Uh, worm castles. Nice. What have you been up to, Riff?
3: Mm, pretty much just video games
0: gosh well before we talk about video games would you guys like to do some listeners mail from our listeners yes
2: Yes. we haven't done that in a while it seems some user generated content um
0: yo dog writes how much milk do you drink each week Uh, for me the answer is zero zero milk each week
1: Mm -hmm. I I don't drink any glasses of milk like I used to when I was a kid, but I have milk on my cereal every day.
3: For a while when I was doing that uh, low-carb diet, I'd I'd drink a glass of milk every day, and then I actually looked at a nutritional label and, oh, wait, it turns out milk has a fuck ton of sugar in it, so I had to stop doing that. It doesn't work
2: out. (laughs) Uh, I drink um, a lot of coffee. I would guess I drink... In the coffee, probably a cup of milk a day.
1: Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's that is a lot of coffee. In
2: yeah. in how many cups of coffee? Yeah, like uh, I mean, that's harder to say um, because like,
1: do, I, I, do you make like a pot of coffee?
2: I would say I would probably like I, I don't know how big my French press is, but I probably drink two of those a day. Okay. I stopped using a French press eventually because one French press
0: wasn't enough coffee for me for a day, and two French presses means that you have to deal with making a French press of coffee twice. Right. So I just got a drip coffee maker.
1: <clears throat> and you don't like the um, uh, cold press or cold drip coffee that I make? It's I do like it. It's just too much work. Huh. It's not a lot of work. It's like because especially because it's a concentrate it's like a lot of, cups yeah, of coffee. Yeah but it's so it is
0: often work that if you want some coffee I mean like it's like the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago and the second right. best time is now right if you're if you want some coffee the, the best, best time, time to have made cold like press coffee was 19 years <laughs> ago <laughs> yeah. 20, 20 hours ago yeah yeah no I look I didn't write that adage yeah I'm not I'm not Chinese culture Okay so Jim may you live in interesting times uh, I also I didn't write that
1: um but so like when you're when it becomes pretty clear when you're running low on con- coffee concentrate and when you should m- start making more, right? Like, do you do you feel like you just don't live a lifestyle where you can? Handle- yeah, kind of. the
0: The other thing about that though is that that cold pressed coffee tastes enough better than coffee that I don't believe it's doing anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, because it doesn't, because it, like doesn't it just doesn't
0: like really, it doesn't tear you up. You know, it
2: doesn't, it's doesn't hurt. like the guy who invented stingless iodine and it turned out nobody wanted it.
1: <laughs> is that, is that, is that I, real?
2: That's what I read. What is, sting I read about? it in, oh, like in, like, like, in like the bathroom reader. So who knows if it's actually true. It's, it's like when it you disin- disinfect a wound yeah. without mm-hmm. a sting and like, <laughs> this was just a, an anecdote that somebody scratched onto the wall of a bathroom stall at a truck stop. <laughs> I mean, it's a oh, weird man, it, story to tell there. Uh, so I don't know if that was like a joke because you don't know what bathroom reader is because, because like <laughs> bathroom reader no, was a huge, okay, it's a huge fixture of my youth of like growing up reading weird anecdotes in uh, a series of books explicitly written for reading on the toilet. Is it is it Uncle John's? Uncle John's bathroom, bathroom reader, reader, yeah. I think that my dad
0: was so like derisive of those as a concept that we never had them. Like if we
2: were given them as a gift, we would immediately throw them away or give them away. They're, like, they're no, kind of like what, farmer's almanacs or the, no? was he opposed to reading on the toilet or specifically those books
0: specifically those i think he was a he was he was opposed to things that are tasteless
1: okay what about like uh, readers digest condensed books no 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 they're not allowed or no he did not
0: no one them. should ever read those why like reading <laughs> yeah, reading an read, read abridged version of a book just seems like a terrible idea
1: unless uh, it's
3: like a Kids abridged version.
0: You yeah, know. like reading the great books, illustrated classics version of a thing or whatever. Yeah. What
1: about Reader's Digest Condensed Soups?
3: <laughs> that's
2: okay. <laughs> oh, Riff just eats it cold out of the can.
3: Yeah, the, the alphabet soup, it's really good. It only goes up to D, though.
2: What if they started a new book series that made the books longer instead?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, lots of fun. Oh, yeah <laughs> the, That would be even just more... Just by
2: repeating
0: each word in sequence. That would be even more tasteful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alex writes, Oh, it took me many listens to realize there's a game called Dragon's Lair and not Dragon Slayer. Yeah. I always wondered where the S was voiced when you talked about it. Oh yeah. It's it's weird that, you know, I don't I often don't explain things that I talk about on the podcast because
1: You just I you have high expectations of our listenership that they all understand.
0: Well, no, I have low expectations of me, and so I assume that if I know something that it can't be anything special, and so everyone must know it. Yeah, I, I had, genuinely feel that way. And uh, so, yeah, Dragon's Lair is a video game from the 80s that was like a sort of a real time choose
2: your own adventure on
0: a laser yep. disc. It's
2: a yeah, pretty interesting, pretty like looking back on it, pretty interesting, like uh, from a historical, like game design perspective, not a very good game.
1: No, it's, no, it's a fun. But it looked game, fucking amazing. It's not a good yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Zach, what was it? That? was a
2: real imagination
0: capturer. Yeah. What was it? It's that not something animated... you want to play if
3: you have to spend real money on it. <laughs> What
0: yeah. was the anime game? The game, game. With the, where the control was a little spinning wheel. Yeah. What uh,
1: was that
0: called? The, 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 the audition or something? Like. Yeah. Uh, the act? Yes, the act.
3: Hmm. What is that, that one? Was...
2: It is weird. It's really good, actually. Yeah, it, it shows is, up at strange. California Extreme a lot. It's a game about, like. Uh, I think it's about like a window painter trying to seduce a nurse, or maybe yep. that's just one of the it's, sections. Well, I think that's
1: the that's the, the primary story, right? Because yeah. you, you like pretend to be a doctor and then you have to like get like like you have to get off the window ledge, you have to pretend to be a doctor to get into the hospital, right. and you have to Oh you have to you actually like you get dragged into some uh, patient, like meeting with a
2: patient or something. Right, right, and like all the the, the controls are all like the, just this dial. So, for example, when you're in the meeting uh, with the other doctors, you have to use the dial to mimic what they're doing so as not to stand out.
1: Like laughing at the at the jokes at the right time. Yeah, you know, and like leaning in when it's right and leaning out when you're when it's appropriate.
0: It was way more systemic to the point where I feel like maybe there were multiple discs being read or something because Mm. it like Dragon Slayer and space ace and those games were very much just like a choose your own adventure that played out on different tracks of a dvd yeah Right. right um and there was a significant load time between each of them and there was not any granularity at all to the control there was a you had a window in which you could give it the correct input and if you gave it any other input or no input then it would just play the version of you dying yeah scene this was way more like the act is way more systemic like there's there are not
2: like hard
0: yeah there are hard fail and success states but you exist
2: on a continuum between those things yeah it seems like like you're managing invisible meters to me
1: yes yeah very, very much
0: but like you can, it, when the woman is acting a certain way, you can be doing a bunch of different things on your side of the screen. Right. Right. And I don't know how they do that. Do we
2: Laser know Discs. how old that game is? Like, is it actually just, a LaserDisc game? I, it isn't. It's, yes,
1: it's like I want to say two thousand. It's it's later than. Yeah. It, it could oh, really?
2: Just, I mean, if if so, then it could just be reading from a hard drive because
1: they they it was like a an a sort of a novel system that they were hoping to like bring to a bunch of arcades and stuff with arcade culture had, had already kind of died by that time and they couldn't get any buyers or something. So it kind of died on the vine, but there's a handful of u- units that they made as, yeah. as, as I, I've, that is a vague recollection from like looking it up from some previous California extreme. Um, it's so the looking. Really good.
0: Oh, the programmer and artist began work on a demo in 2001. Yeah. 2001.
1: Okay. okay. So yeah, it was, around that era was nope. uh was dragons Lair uh don bluth or was that something yes that i was, think so was? yeah and it was was it always a game or was there because there was also that tv show it TV was definitely show a game came before after. it
2: was a tv show yeah. okay so the tv show followed after the game right? yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure it was conceived as a game okay
0: there was there was cliffhanger which was a laserdisc game that was just made of footage from an existing anime <laughs> oh.
3: yeah it was uh Riff Lupin, Lupin that, you know. the Third uh, Castle yeah. of Cagliostro, I think.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh, that was why, like, almost all of the situations where you died resulted in you being hung from a distance. Yeah. Because there were very few scenes in that movie of people dying. Of the protagonist dying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you'd really only have one, probably, or more likely zero <laughs> right. in, a, in a typical movie. I don't know. I guess if there was a tombstone, you could just say, oh, that was yours. <laughs> 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 How did we get onto that? Oh, from, uh,
2: Dragons, from that listener's mail. Dragon Slayer. Yeah,
0: Dragon Slayer. Slayer. Uh, just in Dragon general, I, I feel
2: like one of the problems with this format of like the just the, 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 the disorganized talking is that if all four of us share a common mm. l- background or culture, like n- we're not going to bring up a like, we're not going to ask questions about what are you talking about, even though a lot of the listeners might might not know. Yeah, we should probably be more careful about that. Alex writes, last episode briefly touched on the
0: feeling of, I am delaying consuming this so that I can enjoy it longer. What other games, literature, or media have you felt that way about? I have definitely postponed playing stuff. Like I did not play Super Metroid for years and years because I knew I would really like it, and I was like saving the experience of playing it for the first time. Which years were you delaying? I mean, release till probably two thousand eleven. Whoa,
2: that's a lot of years. Yeah. So,
0: when, so I, you
2: knew you would love it at, at release, but mm-hmm. didn't yeah. play it for 20 well, but years I didn't. I didn't.
0: I didn't have it. I mean oh, I didn't sure, sure. Like, I didn't
2: own it, you know and then and then
0: you know I didn't have a Super Nintendo like on me for most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't holding
1: do you do you feel like some of the people obviously save like bottles of wine and stuff for special occasions i I wonder if there are similar uh habits with books or media of any kind?
0: I still haven't played Knights of the Old Republic 2. I'm saving that.
1: Hmm. You guys don't have anything like that? There's definitely books mm. that I I am like looking forward to reading and like want to read like like uh um, And just haven't yet that the, yeah, well I, because, I like the, the like the Name covers. of the Wind series, uh like I I want to sort of space them out such that the hopefully the third one will be out by the time like or coming out soon by the time that i read the second one or whatever um i have been
0: carrying that paperback around for like nine months thinking that i was going to start reading it and i'm just not like with a book if i said oh there's a book that i'm saving for a time when i really want to read it there's no i just would not believe myself if i told myself that yeah no you it, are just too lazy to read that you're too lazy to read this that's book that's the say.
1: other like half that. that's why i feel a little weird saying that Um, I I definitely
0: don't feel that way about video games because I just fundamentally like playing video games and it never feels like a chore. Whereas reading always feels like it's going to be a chore. And then I
2: love it, you know? I never regret reading a book, but... So I've got, like, 800 games on Steam, most of which I haven't even touched, and I bet I would love, like, 20 of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you you thought they looked good uh, enough to buy. What's up?
3: You thought they looked good enough to buy, at least.
2: Well, a lot of them were from, like, bundles, but yes. Mm. Um... And i I don't think that's so much of me putting them off uh, as not having the time. like and by contrast, um, I'm constantly like uh, playing games on my phone and being unsatisfied with them and wishing I had I had better ones. Mm. Um, just because of the like it being portable and always with me. Yeah, just so, sort of yeah, that like, I don't know what to make yeah. of that distinction. Huh.
3: I have a similar problem with like I'll, when I go to bed I like watch videos for a half hour or an hour before I go to sleep and despite the fact that I have the Crunchyroll app on the iPad that I watch these things on and could easily watch an episode of two or s- of some anime that that I would totally enjoy I more frequently tend to just watch some random crap on YouTube, and I'm not sure how that happens, but...
2: <laughs> That's what you really want, Riff. Yeah. As, as it <laughs> yeah. turns out. And I'm
3: subconsciously punishing myself by not watching it's the just like stuff.
2: how I really wanted to destroy that uh, power outlet when yeah. I was 15.
3: I think part of it is that I know at some level that if I start watching anime, I'm not going to have the resistance to turn it off before I've watched, like... Six episodes of it, and over the next until like the sun comes up,
2: because invariably every episode ends on a cliffhanger. So
3: I'll say, okay, just
2: one more. (laughs) Have you considered like watching, like just staggering your watching, so you stop watching an episode like halfway through, yeah, and then I have
3: I have experimented with forcing myself to never watch more than one episode of the same show at the same time. So Mm -hmm. if I if I have more time (laughs) at the
0: same time, well,
3: subsequently, I guess, concurrent, (laughs) not concurrently. uh, Okay. well, whatever. But so so that if I have time to watch more than one episode, it has to be episodes from different series. And that way uh, it's easier to to stop watching at a given time.
0: I often feel like if I if what I'm doing is leaning against a wall, that I should, in fact, be cleaning something. Uh, because I feel like if I have time to lean, I have time to clean. Um, let's see. Are there any more? There was something else I was going to... You know, um, I, it has been really interesting watching Westworld, because no, there's only one episode a week
1: coming thinking, out. I was thinking yeah. about that. I was like, this is how... All media was consumed for a it long used to time. Be, yeah, you know, like TV that, that shows was or what, serial novels or whatever.
3: When, when we, uh, when I don't know if it was if this is we or just me, but watching uh, Twin Peaks as it came out, first run, made me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: having,
3: having to wait the entire week to see the next episode.
0: There was almost nothing, though. Like, I have watched so many more entire series of television since you could watch them all at once mm-hmm. you know because yeah. it just wasn't a it was never really a thing that i did to like be in the same place to watch tv all the time it, it, you know except like whatever happened to be on at the time when i was going to bed when i was a kid or whatever right which is why i ended up watching so much night court <laughs> cheers and mash and I stuff like, i started reading uh because I just happen to have it on my shelf, this autobiography that George Went wrote, like, six, seven years ago. Just right? sort of about... He played Norm on Cheers. Oh, okay. Uh, What's it called? It's, it, it's called Drinking with George.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, it's just about beer, mostly, and his relationship with title. beer over time. <laughs> you were hoping it was called what?
3: I was hoping for a funnier, like, Punish title.
0: No. No.
3: It's good. I mean,
0: it's. I like reading comedians' autobiographies. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. That's a, yeah, that's the thing that I tend to like. Uh, and it's you know, I mean, he just he just seems like a kind of a sweet old dude. Uh, do you guys want to start talking about video games? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we could do that. What have you played, Riff? You said you've been playing video games. Yeah, what are they?
3: I played a couple of things. Uh, the the small thing that I played a little of just today. Is called uh, osteotic bypass on itch. Um,
0: oh yeah, isn't is um, isn't that uh, fuck Alec, Alex Martin's friend?
3: Oh, I have no idea. I just have. Taylor to see is, Taylor it, is
0: Taylor that by t- Taylor Taylor Bywoo? Yeah, I, I saw that from smiling, and I think yep. that's who that is. Yep,
1: Taylor's great. It's yeah, a, it's
3: awesome. a pretty funny game.
1: It looked cool. I've I've not played it, but I uh, I saw a lot of like um, animated animated gifs of it.
3: Yeah, I post a little clip of level seven to uh to my twitter earlier today uh it's,
1: it, it's like skeletons it's like it was the, yeah. like a halloween game jam kind of thing yeah right? like, it's
3: like it's like um what's that that new psvr thing super hypercube where you're trying to right. to fly the the shape into the cutout in the wall except it's a skeleton which you are trying to fold so that as the wall comes towards you a majority of the skeleton bones will make it through the gap and it's a it's pretty comical in a quap sort of it way.
0: it is very difficult to tell what it plays like from looking at screenshots or images of it how how do you actually move the skeleton you yeah. just
3: you drag the joints around
0: oh, okay is it meant to be played in vr
3: uh no, I think it's just a it's just a regular screen game it's on itch
1: that would be interesting though to to play it in v r where where the you wall could, like is walk around
3: you. yeah or if, if you could like pause it and walk around the skeleton to to manipulate the guy in oh i was assuming the that you
1: would be the skeleton
3: oh and,
0: oh, I assumed that you would be moving that like that it would be easier to move. Like a tilt brush. Kind the skeleton. Of if you were just, yeah. If you were just grabbing it with a, yeah. like a Vive controller and and dragging a joint. That that yeah. might be better.
2: You dragged a joint first to make the game a lot more interesting, man. I've never actually played this game, but there's an MC Hammer Tiger LCD game. What that's about dancing. Um, what that I've seen of it. Real
3: and not just like a fun yeah, gif no, it's a real made. thing.
2: It's <laughs> wow. a it's a real th- like, and I all I've seen from it is um. Uh, an illustration of all LCD segments turned on. And so what it looks like is two side by side dancers with their hands and legs and arms and legs in every possible position.
3: <laughs>
2: it's just like a, you're looking at a couple of shagoths there and like, <laughs> apparently what you're supposed to do is like use the, the controls to mimic the dance that the other dancer is doing. And so like, there's some sort of courting system to uh, put your hands and legs in various positions. It's it's, hmm. it's a weird, like, like, proto-rhythm game. I don't think there are actual, like, timing elements involved, though. But, again, like, I haven't played it. Just, like, just saw the uh Sounds the real weird, weird. Yeah, the weird, like, time-lapse screenshot. I'm checking to see if uh, that is available on Peek-a-Peek, but I don't
0: think it is. <laughs> There's a lot of weird games on that, though uh r- tell me what that is oh it's a, i linked it in the show notes a few episodes ago it's that archive of playable uh okay lcd games like so, game and watch stuff so either a I lot of the tiger ones that, or i really should a lot of the tiger games are not there which i wonder if that's like if thing. they've been yeah if they've been ceased
2: and desisted is it just game and watch stuff
0: no, it's it, there's weird. Like it has that Terminator game, and
2: okay, uh, that is the one that I know about. Then, yeah, it is a lot of game and watch stuff, but yeah, um, I don't know. that's a good resource for like looking at the historically what those sorts of games were. Yeah, it's very they're very lovingly recreated, huh. and it's weird because how do they
0: know? Right, like it seems like it would take so much work to learn how this game plays well enough to recreate
2: it meaningfully in javascript yeah well a lot of them are simple enough that you can like play for a minute and probably make a a a recreation of the first minute but not like how it gets more difficult yeah it's like it's not gonna
0: be accurate i mean or you know do you actually like i mean it's probably not like what do you think it's written in it's gotta just be
2: custom circuits right yeah i think a lot of that stuff didn't even have a cpu it's it's very possible i think that there it was created by a collector who just obsessively collects and plays these games it's really like
0: such a nice website in terms of its visual design and yeah. responsiveness it's like i don't know it's cool i wonder if it works on a phone i don't know that would be a oh i I had said before that you it was awkward to play because you had to just click on the actual controls, and that is not true. I don't know if it was true ever, okay. but uh, it definitely maps keys. That
2: sounds like exactly
0: what would be perfect on a phone. Yeah, yeah. You can do it that way, I think. You can just click on the buttons. Right. But what else to you play, Riff? Uh,
3: the other thing I played is uh, Kingsfield 4. Uh, Kingsfield, oh, wow. Kingsfield, the ancient city. Yeah, I, I saw... Um, this uh, YouTuber I follow, uh, Lobos Junior who does a lot of from software games, oh, yeah, he's games a,
2: and so on. Well a well, fucking
0: weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> is Kingsfield four an older From Software game?
3: Yes. It is the it is the Dark Fantasy game they made before they made Demon Souls. So it's sort of the grandfather of Dark Souls. The difference is the main difference is that it's in first person instead of third Wait, so, person.
2: So- is this is like was this a weird challenge run or is the weird thing just that he's playing Kingsfield?
3: Oh, it's it wasn't uh, there wasn't anything particularly weird about his playthrough of it. It's just he started playing this game and I watched right. him play it for like an hour and I thought this looks really good. And instead of right. watching him play it, I'm going to get a copy and play it. Just myself. just
2: for context, Lobos Jr. is the guy who does all the bizarre, uh, ludicrous challenge runs. Yes,
3: of, right. He does all the crazy yeah. challenge runs like. Like, he did a run uh, of Dark Souls 2 where he had the torch equipped the entire time, right. which which requires um, not rolling in water, which will put the torch out, and constantly acquiring new torches because each torch you get is only worth, like, I think, like 10 minutes or 20 minutes of torch time. <laughs> right. So it was a super right. elaborate, weird There was run. a
2: run that was like, where the his version of dark souls was hacked to run at two times speed oh uh, yeah yeah and there was another one where like the enemy awareness is is multiplied by like 10 so everything's running at you yep. from all directions at all times yep. that sort of he thing had, he had
3: one that uh he had one that was just upside down
2: <laughs> that sounds that that sounds like the worst one yeah
3: <laughs> but
2: uh Oh uh, but yeah go on uh
3: yeah i mean it's it's uh uh, I don't. I don't know uh, a lot to say about Kingsfield Four, but it's super good. It's very slow. It it it's a extremely slow exploration game. Like the your your moving speed is slow. Your turning speed is kind of excruciatingly slow. And it's 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 about like moving through these environments very carefully because, like in all Souls games, like if an enemy gets more than a couple of hits on you you're dead even the easiest guys so it's it's all about like exploring the environment very carefully and not missing anything and and just being very deliberate the entire time it's super up my alley if it were a puzzlier sort of game it would almost be like uh like missed with a sword is what i said yeah. on twitter which which is not not a wholly accurate analogy but it's not far off
2: they've been making games like dark souls for a while uh yeah. or there had been before they came up with demon souls and this is like something that that Kain on twitter said was that coming up with the demon souls combat system sh- must have been a fucking revelation at that company like we can actually make these games with good gameplay that's kind yeah, of amazing
3: instead of like the, the the two the two main ways you do combat in Kingsfield Four is you either hit a guy or, or get a guy's attention and then back up until he reaches his extremely strict leash radius, at which right. point he turns around to leave and you can hit him in the back of the head.
2: <laughs> right. Or
3: or you once you're extremely comfortable with the controls, you can like circle strafe around a guy very slowly, but it's pretty awkward.
0: Also, doesn't sound like any fun.
3: Uh, I'm super into it. I mean, if you... no, I
0: mean circle uh, strafing. Oh and yes, the like, circle just strafing. Just that, is that weird not, kiting. Like yeah, the kiting part you
3: I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine with the kiting. It's the the circle strafing is cl- is like circle strafing is the sort of fighting I do when I've accidentally gotten trapped somewhere and don't yeah. have the choice. But uh, I mean, it's a slow game, but it rewards patience you know yeah and thoroughness uh, so if if that's in your wheelhouse i definitely recommend it i definitely also i definitely recommend like i 100 percent recommend reconfiguring the controls so that it does uh uh, uh uh strafing on the analog stick and turning on the shoulder buttons instead of the default which is the other way around
2: I'm imagining, like, if this sort of game is in your wheelhouse, I would recommend any of the Souls games first.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They're all a bit uh, faster-paced and, t- and tend to be more frantic, but yeah, that's uh, true. I, def- I definitely love those as well. <laughs> so,
2: Right.
0: We still got to do Dark Souls as, a- as an assignment at some point when we all have a lot of spare time. Yeah. <laughs> right.
3: For real. That's-, that's about what I've been playing.
2: What about you, Jim? I played a game called Lovers in a Dangerous Spacetime. Are uh, you guys familiar at all? I've heard the name. I don't uh, know much I think, about it. Yeah, yeah,
3: title sounds familiar.
2: I had seen video footage of this, and it looked like a platformer. Um, and it partly is, but um, the, the premise here is that it's a sort of like a... It's a co-op game where you are all running around a physical, like, on-screen spaceship and attaching yourself to various stations and and flying the spaceship around. So, like, you're doing platforming to get around the spaceship, but once you are, like, attached to, like, oh, now I have control of this gun, you're actually manipulating that gun instead, or you have control of, like, the, the steering wheel of the ship, you're moving the ship around, or you have control of the shields, and you're manipulating the shields of the ship. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I only played it with... One other person, um, and I think the game is balanced for more people than that because we didn't get past like the third level. It was pretty tough, um, but uh, it's a it's kind of like a a little bit taking like the the uh, Artemis idea and making it a little bit more accessible and cute. Ar- Artemis is the game where you're like the Star Trek bridge crew. Yes, and like in in Artemis, you like each of you has a each of you has a laptop uh, and you each have, like, a dedicated station of the ship that you are in control of. And then there's a captain who has a, the screen but no input, so they're just directing people. Which is, like, conceptually really cool, but, you know, it, it's also, like, it demands a lot of you. Both in terms of playing it and in terms of, like, just getting pe- enough people together to play it. And this is, like, a game that you can, you can play it with two people. It's up to four. Uh, and... Part of the game is, like, you don't have enough people to, to control every station, so you've got to switch off and, and uh, just go where you're needed most and, and uh, co- coordinate, presumably, although we didn't do much of that. We were just doing what was fun. I feel like I've seen it in a lot of festivals recently. Is it out? Uh, it's on Steam. It might be early access. Let me look. It's got a lot of reviews. Yeah, it looks like it's out. Anything else? I played. Uh, I think it's called Ultimate Chicken Horse. What's that <laughs> all about? Hmm. <laughs> Which is a uh, a game. Is this a new kind with... of soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the most delicious soup. It's a game. Um, it's a competitive platformer where each of you like there are the the mode I played had two phases, and phase one is where each of you puts an obstacle on the current level. And then phase two is where all of you try to reach the end of the level after you've altered it. And so um, if only one person reaches the end, that person gets a point and it's that sort of like, and, and you, you play this out in multiple rounds where like after every Every time you like, you go through the second phase, you will then go back and, like, okay, now you add a new piece to the level to make it harder or easier. Um, there's a good variety of, like, uh, obstacles or just useful platforms you can add. It's a very... It's a fun game if, like, you're all really good at platforming. Like, if you've all finished Super Meat Boy, like, then you've got a pretty good you know competitive game but if you haven't it's really not balanced at all
0: is it chicken as in like playing chicken and horse as in like playing horse or is it
2: it's well it's like playing horse in that you're trying to do thing the other player do something the other player can't do uh chicken i think is just because it's themed like with farm animals i guess horse works that way too well sure it is weird that playing chicken and playing horse are two very very
0: different things even though chickens and horses are not so not so different. You and yeah. I. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 got cute art. I like the animals. It's, it's a the, the the chicken does a little dance. Probably the other animals do a little dance, but I never saw any of them finish and get a point. What's another game that's just named after the name of
0: an animal? There's Go Fish, but that's got to go. There's Go, Snake, yeah, oh, yeah. Gorilla. Okay, Snake. Gorilla. Yeah. I've never heard of that yes. one.
2: Gorilla.BAS. Yeah, cuz you never had a Windows PC. It was a game for, right. like it it came with DOS in like 1991 uh, as a as a demonstration of Q Basic. Yeah. Hmm. And it was it's basically uh do you know Artillery? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like or a, scorched earth or worms. worms yeah. yeah. It's it's a competitive game where like you type in angles and uh and and force, and you're trying to throw bananas at each other. And they explode. The bananas explode by, like, drawing larger and larger ellipses and then erasing them where the banana (laughs) hits. It's pretty cool. Sim ant. (laughs)
0: Uh, Bubsy the Bobcat. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Kevin, what'd you play?
1: Uh, I played a couple games on iOS. Um, I downloaded the original Plants vs. Zombies again. Cause I just wanted something to like familiar and safe to like distract me from uh, the world for a little bit. Um, And it's fun. They took out a couple of things. Uh, They they, like they keep the coin economy and kind of double down on it, um, and then take away. Oh, has it
0: switched to free to play or something?
1: No, 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 no. It's they still charge like a dollar for it to buy it. Um, but there's like, just like in the, the, the PC mode, you like unlock stuff with coins that you collect through playing it. Um, but unlike the PC version, they take out the, the mode, uh, where you can just sort of like set up a good coin collecting scheme and just let it run for a long time. Mm. And so that's a little frustrating. They want you to spend, you know, a bunch of that, what they're, what they're shooting for is that you'll. Want to unlock all the other modes and just give them money to buy a whole of coins or whatever. Um, but it was the original Plants vs Zombies was up like in the top ten charts uh, in for either free or paid. I guess it was paid apps or something, or paid games. And I was surprised to see it there. Um, but it's fun as as always. Like it's it's just not hard. Like they they definitely tuned it way easy um, and it reminded me that Plants vs. Zombies 2 is actually probably a better game at this point um, there's just more agency, like the, like Plant Food was a really smart innovation in Plants vs. Zombies 2 um, they rebalanced the costs of things and the amount of sun that you get from stuff uh, in Plants vs. Zombies 2 in a very clever way um, so it was neat going back to the original which was at the time, you know, like super super popular and seeing how they've innovated on that in the the intervening years Uh, and then I played a game called uh, Level which is sort of a little puzzle game uh, that just recently came out. It is um, all about sort of balancing loads on various platforms uh, so that that at the end of the level the levels are level Mm -hmm. Uh and there's like objects that uh, that weigh like are one unit heavy and then there's like there's circles that are like one unit heavy and then there's triangles that are two units heavy and squares that are three units heavy um, and then there's hollow versions of all of those which actually lift up the balance and then there's the so the movable ones are white and and then there's also some black ones which are immovable so you have to deal with those and then a, hand, a handful of different kinds of platforms it's actually it's just it's it's fun it's well executed and well designed um relatively straightforward but but good um I, I i give it i give it a thumbs up um but that's about it i ha- i didn't have a lot of uh, other time to play games uh i guess the fucking hearthstone tavern brawl this week is that like pay to play one which is aggravating i was really hoping it was going to be like an optional mode
0: it's like the super competitive like you pay 10 bucks you build one deck and then you play against other people who are in that mode until you lose three times or win twelve times. And yeah. if you win twelve times, you just get a shitload of packs and cards and stuff. But if you uh, if you don't win at least nine games, you'd have been better off just buying cards, I guess. Something like that, yeah. I'm really not interested in that. Me either. Um, I'm curious, and I'm sad that it replaced the fun tavern brawl, which is usually just like a nice little diversion.
1: Yeah. I am curious uh, how, what, how, what engagement with that will be like and I am also curious the meta game of it sounds really interesting because like, you, you like commit to a deck uh, to play and I think you don't get to see what people are playing so I wonder if people just put play the most powerful decks in the meta or if they specifically assume that other people will be doing like, that yeah, like to, a,
0: yeah, to have like a hard counter yeah
1: to... um, and how deep does that rabbit hole go do you try to make a counter to the most obvious yeah. counter
3: how f- how far is it, Iocane powder,
1: wise? Yeah. No. I uh, I have
0: mostly only been playing West of Loathing, uh, but uh, I that? I did play. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's not nearly finished. Tell you that for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. uh But it's good. It's a good blend of uh, adventure uh, adventure and RPG. No, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> it's, 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 just I, just I really, like our marketing materials
1: like, yeah. say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I really like the art. Uh, anyway, it's uh, I, I have I also the only other new thing that I played. You know, I've I've continued to play some of that like Plants vs Zombies Heroes game on the phone, um, and it is you know it's continuing to like trickle out dopamine at the, at market tested intervals.
1: So, so I mean, uh, it's like... this actually ties back into another thing. I I am afraid of playing all of the. The uh, single player content because I'm afraid I'm going to run out on that, and I kind of want to delay it. So I've I've been trying to like play it, and then b- before I win, I just concede. <laughs> hmm. Is that dumb? Like, does it does the single player content go on forever or does it? Does Do it, I, it just have stop?
0: N- I have no idea. I mean, it, it eventually stops, right? I don't know. Eventually, the guy eventually the guy writing it is going to die.
1: <laughs> well, but I mean, is it could be generated theoretically, right? Like,
0: sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess there's Um, I actually played a few multiplayer games today. Um because you could win a pack. Like there's a quest there's a line of quests associated with each of the character classes Mm -hmm. that you can be. And I got to the end of the one that I had played the most of, and it was win three multiplayer games. So I was just like, uh, okay. And you get a free pack of cards. (laughs) All of which are zombies, and I just don't want to play zombies.
1: Oh huh uh so you you actually have a strong preference for the plants oh yeah yeah absolutely huh is it because you get to do take your whole turn in one go
0: i don't know i think it's because the idiom works best for me when i'm the plants because it's plants versus zombies okay you know um the only other thing i played was another phone game called min min exclamation point and it's a it's a it's nice-looking, and it's a fun little time-waster puzzle game. It's just like you've got a grid, and you get some pieces that you drop into the grid. You have a choice of two pieces, and you drop those, and then you get two more pieces. The pieces are various configurations of colored blocks in a 3 by 3 orientation. Um, and you drop them, and there's gravity, and three same colored blocks will disappear... And then that can cause chain reactions. Like it's a very straightforward puzzle game. The the thing that is that I really don't like about it is that it is ad supported and there is no way to pay to stop the ads, and there's no way to give them any money. I don't I don't understand why it's like this. Um Because I would happily give them like even if it was like five bucks to get rid of ads, like that's my uh, whatever uh, what's point. what's something what's something that superman liked it's not my kryptonite exactly it's my lois lane if you give me the ability to pay to get rid of ads i will always pay for that no matter how much it is um just like superman with lois lane
1: check out that supermoon
0: uh-huh
1: how, how how was it how was the super it was moon? good
0: it reminded me of it
2: reminded me of soup which is a thing i like a lot
1: <laughs> yeah i'll have the soup
2: <laughs> I I looked at it when it was high yeah. up in the sky. It didn't look that big to me. It's it's a
1: it was a little brighter than I remember. Yeah, mm. it wasn't. I looked at it low in the
2: sky and making... it seemed big. Oh no, yeah.
0: it wasn't visible here because of these sunglasses. <laughs> uh they built giant sunglasses over the entire city of Phoenix to try and cool it off <laughs> and make it cool, make it cooler. Yeah, and, and, I, well, just I to make America cool. global warming, guys. Yeah, make America cool again. Build a giant pair of sunglasses on the Mexican border. Over the whole country.
1: deal with it. How, oh my god. That's, that's how we're going to fight global warming is get get all the oil out of the ground, turn it into plastic and make giant sunglasses over the country.
0: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh but that was it other than uh, other than the assignment which uh, I suppose we can talk about. How did we how did this get on the assignment list?
3: Ah. Uh, I I think it might have been on there for a long time. I I think I put it on that list like ages and ages ago when this thing came out. And it's sort uh, it's of Bad Hotel.
0: There. It's a it's a weird tower defense yeah, it's, game.
3: Uh, straight it's supposedly it's awesome. it was
0: described as a musical tower defense game, and I don't really know yeah. that I believe that those elements are important. Although I did learn that if you were listening to your own audio while playing the game, it just doesn't work at all like the <laughs> if if the game's audio is not playing it doesn't know w- when to like advance the game clock so like your enemies never attack you got gu- your guns never shoot <laughs> the level never ends your 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 money producing rooms don't produce any money it was pretty impressive
1: that's weird so like i played i played it for a while and and got to the second or third uh, set of levels and, and enjoyed it Uh, and then I went back to it today and something was super fucked up with it where it was, uh, going like 10 or 20 times faster than like the beat was. And so I wonder if there's, I wonder if I had, there was some sort of audio setting that I changed in between there, which was causing Hmm. it to go like, so I was able to like get very near the top of all of the leaderboards because, uh, (laughs) Because you generate cash so much fast, faster, but the levels aren't like it doesn't actually progress through the level any faster. Really, oh, that's really wow. funny. Um, so I was able to just sort of, not exactly trivially, but but because you like there was still it was still challenging in ways because the enemies also fired their guns at, like faster than usual. But uh, you could just do a bunch of really cool things. I, I made like a giant uh, skyscraper that was so tall that like they were just individual like the blocks were just individual pixels. <laughs> nice. <And
0: you're just, laughs> i uh so you you're just adding rooms to this tower, and some of the rooms generate money for you, and some of the rooms are guns, and some of the rooms are things that heal nearby rooms um, yeah and the guns, but healing rooms themselves guns. cannot be healed, yeah <laughs> there which are is different annoying. kinds of guns yeah there's uh I eventually got to this crab that I couldn't beat, and that's when I stopped after trying twenty times to beat this crab level. how far in is that it's the end of the second, second set of set. levels yeah. yeah.
3: I got to, like, the level just before that, I think. Yeah, it, it gets um, hard
0: really fast. It does. Yeah. yeah. Also, there are... I, it seems as though there are certain enemies that are just really designed to be countered with certain guns. And once you figure that out, a level that was really hard gets really easy. Okay. I
1: I found that there were definitely, like, the, the first couple of rooms you place has a dramatic impact on how the rest of the level is going to to yeah. play out. And I feel like that's yeah, there's like, there's like an optimal build order per for the types of enemies you're facing, and it's not yeah. at all obvious what that should be. That's right.
3: build order is always what gets me in these games. I really have no concept of of what the better strategy is for something like this.
0: Yeah, it took me years to understand in Plants vs. Zombies why the potato mines were good. Right. Why are the potato because, mines good? So you because you can end up with four or five times as many sunflowers on the board early in the level. If the first couple of zombies you take care of with cheap mines oh. instead of, instead of, instead of building attacking plants just to deal with those like one or two zombies that the level always starts with. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: it's, there's also, there's like a secret little hidden thing in the way that plants versus zombies <sighs> progresses. Um, if you kill a zombie quickly, it just sends out the next zombie uh and so you w- you want to take as long as possible to kill those first few zombies. So you can just plant a mine in the very last row yeah. and let it walk all the way over there. And it like it advances to the next zombie, I think maybe when it's like in the middle of its walk, but right. that's still a lot more uh, time than if you actually built a, an offensive
2: tower. That's yeah. that's in- that's useful information, yeah. Yeah. It's a very it's a super clever Is that like sort of a hidden r- that that's not really conveyed explicitly in the in the game's tutorial. Is that something that like holds over to like Plants vs Zombies 2 as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's definitely
2: where I learned because
0: Plants vs Zombies 2 was so hard if you didn't give them money. Right. I like it sort of forced me to learn to be better at it. And then I went back and played all the way through Plants vs Zombies 1 again after that and it was just trivially trivially easy. Oh, yeah. Because because of that, which is you know the way that they've... Well, so this game is good in that it makes us talk about Plants versus Zombies some more. Yeah. <laughs> Did we decide what we're going to play for the next assignment? Yes. Uh,
1: the, my so-called life. <laughs> so our assignment uh, for next week is going to be The Last of Us. Uh, PS3, Edit this PS4. out.
0: <laughs> Le- leave this part in, though. Guys, do you know who episode 265 of Video Games Hot Dog was brought to us by? No. Mm-hmm. Who? Our generous Patreon backers, that's who. Ned Silvershanks? George Fan.
3: Damien Wallcandy. Pop cap filter.
0: <laughs>
1: Walnut.
3: Z- Z- uh, how about mom cap
1: filter? Paul Vault. E.A. Bradley. <laughs> Brad <Burl>. e- Eaisley.
2: <laughs> Brad Sportsley. Moss Isley, <laughs> Brad Tanksley. Moss isn't a real name. <laughs> oh, there's got to be someone. Fern Isley. There's got to be someone named after a plant. Petunia. <laughs> Sunflower. Oh, there you go. Rose. Lily.
0: I mean, uh, there's Ollie Rose Moss. Mary and his girlfriend is named Lily. I bet so there was a after yeah. plants. I bet there was a video game named after the ants movie. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
1: Sim Ants.
0: Yeah.
1: A Bug's Life? The Bee Movie?
0: Gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time recording this episode of uh, Video Games Dog with you and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you until you don't, you won't. So do. Oh, Bee Movie the, was a pun. Yes, it was.
3: <laughs> yep. Thanks the Bee Movie.
2: Good night. Have a great weekend. Classic. Everybody.
0: Jim Crawford pun blindness,
1: <laughs> now classic
0: Jim Crawford soup enthusiasm. Edit this out.
1: <laughs> yeah yep. But not now that. I have to now I have to figure out how to make this into an actual episode. It's gonna be great. Yay! Good, good job, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.
0: Bye. Later. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're gonna be in town, can you also take care of my cat?
1: Uh, I think so, yeah,
0: okay edit that out too
1: okay uh so our don't assignment- it, but don't but don't edit that out
0: <laughs>
2: wait, but do edit this out, but not that <laughs> <laughs> now it all has to go in uh good job zach it's, it's gonna be great it's gonna be fine. <laughs>